You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the Avo group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Welcome to another Workshop Wednesday brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com. We're in our uniform today. Yay! Um, And hopefully this should be broadcasting on our website YouTube and Facebook at the same time, hopefully. Like magic. Yes. Um, and if you're watching on um, on our on our on our website, you should be able to chat um, directly on the website. It's actually the embedded YouTube. So if you're if you're watching on our website, say hi just to let us know. We we need to make sure that you're there. <laughs> Tell us where you're coming, where you're seeing us. So where are you hailing? That way we How can. How far are we reaching? <laughs> where are you seeing us on School Bookkeeping Facebook page, group, whatever? Let us know where, and then we know. Um, then we can double check and make sure this tool is telling us the same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't so, um, so. We took a uh, we took a, a week off there because we went to uh, scaling new heights. Um, we actually uh, taught a few classes uh, there, which was uh, which was pretty uh, a pretty amazing experience. Um, it was first time for me, so I had uh, I didn't know what to expect. Carrie was you know old hat with all this, and she was saying, "You you're <laughs> crazy for doing my third time. <laughs> you're crazy for doing one you know more than one class," um, which. Yes, uh, I have to agree that's that's probably a <laughs> the right the right mindset because it allows you to equally participate in the conference as well as you know prepare uh, for 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 your classes and whatnot. So um, my you know note to self uh, if they ask me again, <laughs> limit myself to one one class uh, because it allows you to you know focus on that that class and give it all the attention that that it needs and uh, what was your what was your class Carrie uh my class was probably one of the best ones I've done I was quite proud of myself looking back mm-hmm. on it <laughs> uh, mine was what to do uh, this is particularly focused scaling new heights is particularly focused to pro advisors and uh, and the class was about what to do when Intuit changes, make some changes that affect your business. And I spoke to pro advisors about the changes they made with the discounts they pass along for wholesale billing for QBO, what they were going to do about their payroll models, because in the past there were ways to allow um, pro advisors to run payroll for customers. Um, and I used to do that and, and, uh, and I used to, uh, dabble in that a little bit. And then I moved away from it. And I, I like recommending ADP or QuickBooks payroll instead so that it's done for them. Um, but it was a whole discussion. We It was real collaborative about, um, you know, instead of, and, and I didn't allow it to be negative, instead of being, what was me, it was what are some action items they could do while they were there to turn that around? So I thought, I thought mine was a good class. <laughs> what classes did you do, Dan? Uh, I did uh, the client data review in uh, in desktop 
uh, because I, I was asked to, you know, to do some desktop classes because everybody else was focused on, <laughs> on QBO. Uh, so we did da client data review in, in uh, the accounting tools in, in desktop. Which uh, I missed that. We did it, yeah, because you, you decided to show up after the class was already <laughs> over. Well, it, so fun note, Scaling New Heights usually lands on Father's Day. So the only father in our team that went and taught. <laughs> <laughs> so I was still dabbling in Father's Day it, it, here in, in shenanigans. our shenanigans. <laughs> so I had to do a split time. As wow. soon as I could break away from the Father's Day shenanigans, we got in the car five-hour drive there we were but we missed the class and uh and then i did one on uh, desktop file utilities uh, that was a really good class about um you know data damage that happens in desktop um, condensing you know some of those things that you don't really go into accounting uh for you know as how to fix a a quickbooks desktop file when it becomes damaged uh so oh, some I have to add, I heard at least three times from three different people that stopped to write down a tip or trick of how to like not have to back something up before you rebuild and mm -hmm. little shortcuts to get into different places in the notes and so on. I heard people say, and this is my favorite part, this made my whole Scaling New Heights investment worth it. So yeah, that was that, like... That that, awesome that being the last day of the conference um, <laughs> was was saying something because that was after all you know all of the keynotes and and all of the other announcements people are usually uh, so half, say that. Of them, half of them have already they're checked out checked and out. gone <laughs> they're if they're not physically checked out and gone uh, they're they're mentally checked out because there's a lot of information to take in uh, you know at at one of these uh, conferences it, it's it's pretty exhausting you know, to go as, as just a participant, you know, because they, they have something going all the time, you know, to keep you, keep you engaged. It's almost like going to a casino and they pump you full of oxygen. <laughs> well, I wish they pumped you full of oxygen. There's no oxygen, so yeah. you need it. But the, but when, during the day they have uh, in between classes and the mains, I always love the main stages kind of get you pumped up and then find your class. And then during your downtime, you can have lunch and you can go to the different vendors and vendors that you may just be talking to throughout the year um, and then meet new ones. And it to me, it's so overwhelming. You almost need a game plan. I always wing it. You know, you get <laughs> drawn in by some swag. Um, but, you know, we're, well, we're I mean, like Expensify had uh, had a, this huge uh, booth. With a with a second floor with a lounge in it where you could actually get alcoholic drinks, and not and, just uh, any old alcoholic drinks. They had premium, yeah, so top they, shelf they, stuff. <laughs> they stepped up the. They uh, sponsored the food. Usually the food is mediocre. The food to me this year was really good. I mean, even like peach tea and stuff like that. So it was a it was a fun experience having been home or work from home for two solid years and missing two. They still had two more. They still had two scaling new heights in the meantime that we chose to miss and not take a chance because we didn't want to get COVID and Shazam <laughs> <laughs> people got COVID from it. The two on the screen here did not luckily. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel I'm on, I'm on day five after symptom free. So I'm, I think I'm going to take my precautionary <laughs> test just to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm in the clear, but 
So far, so good. So far, so good. And then we had three team members show up and they, they, they left early on Tuesday and so far, so good. So I think we, as a team are in the clear. So on that, um, <laughs> probably not been as lucky if we had to, uh, if it had been, you know, a year ago or two, because yeah, it was maybe. a lot heavier then. So, so anyway. I, I did post um, our the school bookkeeping landing page. So if you didn't get a chance to attend and you would like uh, to be able to download the, um, the material that, uh, that, that we delivered uh, during the, during the, the scaling new heights, you can, you can sign up for it there. Um, there's also a promotion that's going to expire tomorrow. Uh, if you're not an existing member of, of school of bookkeeping, the premium um, or core uh, you can get 40% off uh, for, for life uh, for the, um, and, and that will expire uh, actually tomorrow uh, in, in correlation with uh, the scaling new heights conference. So a um, couple things that we wanted to talk about and touch on today. Um, we were going to have, you know, of course, Kate was going to be joining us from ADP and we we're going to talk about some more payroll things, but I think we'll table that for, for next week uh, because, you know, just as Carrie had mentioned, sometimes there's uh, intuit shenanigans that, <laughs> that, that go on and, and you have to, you have to deal with those uh, types of things. So I wanted to share my screen here and we want to talk about a little bit about a new one. Uh, that just happened today. It was a. It was. Uh, you want to set it up here, uh, Carrie? Yeah. While I'm, so uh, first of first of all, um, you know, I've been in the reseller program since 2008, and the hardest person that we compete with is Intuit. So <laughs> they're one thing that they invest heavily in. Um, you know, they invest in their products and so forth, but they invest a lot of money in marketing. So. Um, they in their marketing and um, and and actually, as I said, in my class, you know, we as pro advisors get really, really frustrated. Why are they doing this? Why in the world are they doing it? Um, so as we can see in this uh, in this email, this yeah. letter, so this, what you posted here on Facebook is uh, is an yeah. email that was sent to all of your you said all, my all, desktop of your, clients. all of your desktop clients right and all, so uh, let me give a background of those those are my clients that are happy they're in the <laughs> they know that happy and they desktop. know qbo might be in their future but they're tracking inventory or job costs and we have told them stay put until the features are there or we have a solution so they're happy as a lark you know minding their own business keeping the noise right. away and they get this potential security risk due to end support for your QuickBooks desktop browser. Well, that's enough for right. my client to have a, literally have a heart attack and email me right. and say, now what? Last thing we want yeah, so, is to hack. So, th so this will, um, this will certainly get your attention, right. Um, as, as you're getting an, getting an email, but June 15th the, the, already passed. Oh my God. June 15th <laughs> is in the past and you're getting this today. Yeah. And two weeks later. Right. But the, um, the backstory here is that every web page that's in QuickBooks Desktop, um, so that whether you're whether you're going to you know the help menu and um, you know find a pro advisor, find a local expert, or um, you know, anything that looks like a web page that's inside of QuickBooks Desktop is actually using Internet Explorer to display them. So if it's got a hyperlink or you know things of that nature you will see 
uh, you'll be able to click on it just like you were clicking on a web page. And sometimes you'll see pages that actually are web pages inside of QuickBooks. Uh, but QuickBooks Desktop will be using and has used since, you know, the dawn of time, uh, Internet Explorer as its embedded web browser. Regardless of whether your default web browser is Chrome or Firefox or Safari or whatever, right? It, it doesn't matter what your computer says is the, the default browser. Anything that's inside of QuickBooks will use Internet Explorer. Uh, so Internet Explorer has been on the on the the chopping block at Microsoft for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, they stopped developing it when Microsoft Edge came out with uh, one of the versions of, of Windows. I think it was 8. <laughs> so that's how old. What is Microsoft using as a browser now? Edge. Yeah, Microsoft Edge. Edge. Okay. Which, I've never even which, touched that. Which, which, um, which horribly enough, the logos are almost identical, right? Like there's a light blue E for <laughs> for Microsoft Internet Explorer, and then there's a little darker shade of blue E. It's still lowercase. I mean, it looks almost identical uh, for for Microsoft Edge, but then they changed it to kind of look a little more like Chrome, but it's still the different shades of blue. Um, so by looking at it, I remember talking to somebody and it's like, those people should sue. Like well, they're the same company. I mean, so <laughs> so they have the same problem that Intuit does. Sometimes you know they have browser wars in in and of themselves. So then um, instead of just moving this to Edge, they just created right. their own. Right. So in, in Intuit, um, and, and it makes sense. You know, rather than having to deal with you know the security That's protocols and and things like that with a with another default web browser. Uh, they decided to create their own internal web browser um, and, and utilize that to be able to, to do that. So that's the replacement uh, for Internet Explorer. So all you have to do, um, if you're a desktop client, if, you, if you're using desktop, um, all you have to do to get that is just update your QuickBooks. Right? You just right. Uh, download the update and you'll get the new embedded uh, internal yeah. browser and um, so this potential security risk will be alleviated because it's no longer dependent on Internet Explorer to, to do, do those pages because it's, you know, it's, it's basically a sinking ship, right? So if you're, um, if you're relying on, uh, if the program's relying on, uh, on a web browser that's not up to security protocols uh, to block, you know, nefarious people from, from doing things, uh, you know, that does pose a security risk when you're in your QuickBooks for somebody to maybe, maybe, you know, sneak in, find some data, you know, you've got a lot of personally identifiable data in your QuickBooks. Uh, so that's why it is a security risk to use, you know, to do that. But as long as you're down, you've downloaded the latest update in, in QuickBooks, all versions. So I'm okay, going to also so put I got that wrong. All live versions. So I'm going to post this as a, um, I need to let my client that emailed me originally in this know that she just needs to up, get the latest update. Yeah. If she's in 2021, she's fine. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's current versions of, of QuickBooks. So nine, uh, uh, 2020, 2021, and 2022 uh, will have this browser. So they just need to uh, download the latest update, install it, and and, and then they're, they're good to go. So they don't have to do, it, do anything. But 
the um, the email <laughs> doesn't mention anything about that. Right. So curiously enough, it just mentions currently using an unsupported version of desktop, which made me panic and think my customer had to go ahead and buy 2022 subscription when she's currently on the last non-subscription version of QuickBooks. So it's mm -hmm. tricky marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's 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 a fine line with what it is, uh, what, what they're doing. But then you can see. Oh, uh, all you have to do is just update to QuickBooks Online. Easy enough, right, Carrie? You just uh, no! sign up for a whole new. <laughs> it's the customer whole... I have is on point of sale with that is designed to work with desktop financial accounting, and she's got it yeah. working. If she moved her stuff, she'd be in a huge disaster. Yeah. So th this is definitely not something that someone in that uh, uh, situation would want to do because. Point of sale, the QuickBooks point of sale doesn't even talk to QuickBooks Online, but they don't know that, right? Like they don't know other things that that are happen to be there. That just make you know that solves for uh, for for QuickBooks's issue, not the entire business. So, and that's what you know, uh, QuickBooks solution providers like Carrie and, and 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 other folks will 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 be able to speak to, and that's why they're you're getting this influx of emails now because of this, the, because of this trigger event of, of this particular email. Um, I saw another version of this where it would, where it would just say, you know, all you have to do is update. Uh, but now it's, you know, I guess because it's two weeks later and they're still detecting that they haven't updated or whatever it is that, that caused this email to come, come to them. Uh, just bear that in mind, you know, that they would only need to, download the latest update inside of QuickBooks and then get the internal browser uh, here. So I posted both of those uh, links. So, uh, so to clarify, because I'm now I'm fixing all my updates posted because I got everybody on <laughs> you got fire. Everybody in an uproar. <laughs> so here's my question. So what version is supported? 2021 and 22? Yeah. 2020, 2021 and 2022. Ooh. 2020 is kind of a cursed land of stuff, but okay. I've got to fix my thing to say, and you call <laughs> you go to the, where do you go, Dan? Just so that I'm very clear, you go to help and then yeah, update good. the latest. Mm -hmm. What is it? There's, uh, a, there's a link there for it. Uh, right, right there in that article that, that I sent out uh, to update okay. the latest release. Even give you a latest little video of how, I'm to, looking. how to update it. Um, and then how to how to install said update. Uh, you can do a manual update, downloading it directly from into its website if you wanted to. Um, if it doesn't work, you know, inside the inside the program. So now you're fixing your yeah because it was chicken little <laughs> right. sky is falling uh, posts. But I, I mean, this is the, the 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 kind of stuff that they do. That causes, you know, fear. Uh, it's a marketing trick yeah. called fear. And actually, in the reseller <laughs> program, we were taught it too. like create fear of not getting something done. Like, here's a here's an example. Somebody comes to us and they're saying, I don't have my inventory recorded and properly set up in, in my software, any software. They come to us completely doing nothing. Um, one of the things you were supposed to say is, well, what's the cost of not doing anything? You know, mm. what is the cost to, to simply do nothing? Well, it might cost you a lot. If you're not tracking your inventory, you might have people stealing it. 
You might be having people if selling it below your cost. There's a lot of things you can do by mismanaging that huge asset. So um, anyway, this is this here <laughs> marketing works. And I would have hated for my client who's happy, not mine. She's keeping her, you know, keeping things so organized. Uh, super cool company. It's a um, equestrian supply company courses and tracks. Um, remember when we were doing consignment, she tracks like saddles and stuff really neat. So she uses QuickBooks as a tool to manage her business. She uses everything, but yeah. boom. <laughs> but at least, at least she has a good enough relationship to you that she reached out to you before acting on, on that email yeah. because of the security security risk. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that's that. If you have any uh, questions or, or concerns, you know, please uh, put a comment or, or something in the in the chat on the YouTube, Facebook, and we'll we'll be able to to, to speak to that. Uh, so another uh, thing that I wanted to um, uh, talk about is um, this uh, this concept of um, in, in QuickBooks Online. So we're going to talk about QuickBooks Online for a moment. <laughs> um, when you when you send an invoice out of QuickBooks, and, and at least at least we're talking about something that Quick uh, Carry loves is, is payments, right? So when you send an emailed invoice out of out of QuickBooks, and it's and it's uh, payment enabled, meaning that the the customer can can pay it online. Um, if they pay by ACH, and um, and then uh, or or if you you know, if you charge it from your from inside of your QuickBooks by by ACH, and they do a couple things with that payment that cause that to be um, the disposition of that payment to be um, final, uh, such as a, a dispute. You know, like if uh, they see something on their card or, or on their in their bank account, they don't recognize it, so they call the bank and dispute it, uh, or there's a non-sufficient funds in the ACH and it bounces. And we, we've had prior um, prior workshops about how to deal with those things when, when they happen. But when you email an invoice out and it charges those ways and there is a dispute or a, uh, or a non-sufficient funds, those two payments are, are final, right? Like you can't do anything with those, you know, you can't, undispute a payment yes. <laughs> right and then have it charge um you have you do have to start over you can't you can't say that there were funds in in the non-sufficient funds you basically just have to charge them again right okay um so so quickbooks has a uh, a function or a feature called an invoice tracker right so when you uh, when you create an invoice and you charge uh, and then there's a payment associated with it you can kind of follow along uh, the process. So it'll say uh, that it was sent. It'll say that it was seen. It will say it was paid and it will say it will depo is deposited. The only thing you have to do is send it, right? And then everything else is then automatically updated for you, right? So when you have a situation where this is a long, uh, <laughs> long explanation to get, uh, get to what. So when you have a situation where you have sent the invoice, they've paid it, it's been deposited and then, uh-oh, they've disputed it or uh, or there wasn't fun enough funds. The invoice tracker, and I'm going to share my screen again here. 
the really? invoice tracker shows this nasty red ugly thing <laughs> that says needs attention i gotta update <laughs> the plural the plurality of an invoice that needs attention in quickbooks online i just created a blog article about, about it today okay. right so you can see this invoice tracker blurred out yeah it's nasty looking right it's red it's like you have this, to handle it <laughs> right and uh, you get this needs attention four hundred dollars and until you resolve it until you correct it properly it will always say needs attention. Now, Intuit created an article, right? Um, they created an article where you can, uh, basically what you do, new invoice, uh, point it to, you know, and, and, and handle that. Uh, you handle the accounting with the new invoice of the, the transaction being pulled back out of the bank account because that's really what's happening. Um, and then you tie the failed payment to it and then just re-invoice the customer from your original payment. They pay does you it, all is good. But does it let you <laughs> go to the original invoice and copy yep. it? So you okay. Yeah. So if you had like seven well, thousand you wouldn't, wouldn't want to cop you're not copying the new invoice. You're creating a brand new invoice. The way this yeah. article is written, you're creating a brand new invoice for the for pulling out the the, the payment account. Right? You're doing the um, the you're creating an item for bank reject and then pulling oh, it back out of the bank account. And that's what you reconcile. Original, the original, original invoice doesn't get tainted if you're pulling inventory and sales tax. That yeah. will stay in place. Okay. I have right. a method. I did something similar to desktop. So right. it's basically yeah. you're bounced. The, the problem is because <laughs> what, they, what, they, what they're suggesting you to do is you tie the original failed payment to the, uh, to the to the in to the new invoice okay. that is pulling the which is pulling the transaction out of the bank, which, which is which is fantastic. However, it doesn't resolve needs attention, <laughs> right? Because it's a failed payment, and the invoice tracker is designed to look at the invoice and the resulting payment and say, okay, and and realize, okay, what's the disposition of that payment? It still failed, <laughs> right? So. Uh, we had this uh, post on on Facebook that uh, this, uh, he was saying, "I did. I followed these steps. It still says it needs attention, <laughs> okay. right? So you've got this ugly red thing at the top. Uh, it'll show up on your your dashboard with with your invoices. I don't like little it. gadget. I need it to go away. Yeah, no. yeah, and no. and you can ignore it, right? But uh, you know that's not good enough for Carrie, right? You would no. <laughs> you would. You would never want to ignore something that says needs attention, right? No, it would it so, would really get on my nerves. Right. So to resolve the needs attention, right? So you still want to do the the create a new invoice, tie the failed payment to it, create a new, and then resend your original invoice, get paid. Oh, you know, that, that, is, that is the so reality. Moving you, that pay. So, so <laughs> you're okay. still trying to understand why the why the duplicate invoice or why so you have your original payment. And then you basically create a new one to um, deal with the failed payment. You take that payment and move it to the brand new one, leaving your yeah. original invoice unpaid. Right. And then you send that again. They pay you again. Hopefully they have <laughs> the funds this time. Yeah, um, that's that's and, the thing, Dan. When this starts going down a rat hole, yeah, it usually spells trouble. Right. But even doing that, you know, that that handles the reality of getting you paid. 
right? And then you're you're handling the the, the bookkeeping of uh, the the payment went in, it came back out because there was a chargeback. Um, you know, with the new invoice, all your bookkeeping is tied, but you're going to have this needs attention still because your the new invoice is tied to the failed payment. And the invoice tracker is designed to look at the invoice and the disposition of the payment and tell you what happened, right? And because disputes and uh, chargebacks or, you know, NSFs, uh, non-sufficient funds are final, right? Like the destination is final. Like you cannot get back on that airplane and go somewhere else. That's their, that's your final destination. You've cast your ticket. It will already be, it'll always be, a dispute or an NSF, right? You can't resurrect uh, and change that disposition. So the resolution for the needs attention is two journal entries, right? Wow, so, we don't do journal entries in QuickBooks. Well, you can't, right? I mean, you have to do something to put something between the invoice and the payment because the invoice tracker is only looking at the direct connection between the invoice and the resulting payment. Right. So if you don't have that failed payment tied to that invoice, it won't need attention anymore. Uh, so I, I, I worked with this uh, individual today, um, you know, and, and got some screenshots. I blurred out, you know, the personally identifiable information. The problem with this uh, with this situation is that you cannot reproduce it unless you have a failed payment like that. Okay. <laughs> right. So well, you, thank you. You, know, you basically. Student? For this, yeah. <laughs> so you'd basically have to, in order to, to get these kinds of screenshots, we would have had to have non-sufficient funds or dispute yeah, we our don't, own. We payment. don't run our business like that, so it would have yeah. been hard to do. Yeah. So you created a journal entry. Uh, we create a journal entry for the customer. You credit AR and a clearing account. Right. It doesn't yep. matter. You know what account you're you're going to be using. It could. He, he ended up creating it as a bank account. You know just you know, for, to keep it all in the same part of the balance yeah, sheet. Yeah, I've done that. Clearing right. account. Mm -hmm. So you have a clearing account and then you have the accounts receivable and, you know, you put it to the customer. Then reverse that journal entry, which when you click on reverse at the bottom, then that automatically flips, flips the accounts, uh, the debits and credits of the account um, and puts it in the next period. You can put it on the same day if you want, you know, you go back and, and, and do that. But then what you do is then you apply the failed payment to journal entry number two wow. that is now increasing uh, increasing accounts receivable for that for that customer. And then you leave a payment against the uh, invoice and apply that to journal entry number one. So basically wow. you're using two, two journal entries to bridge the invoice and the payment. So then the invoice tracker then will, will look at the the, the invoice and see that it's paid by the journal entry, which then now resolves the needs attention. And the first journal, you know, the other journal entry that's tied to the failed payment is not an invoice. So there's nothing to track with an invoice tracker. So the invoice tracker feature doesn't track anything but invoices, which, it, which is what it should do. Right. So now that failed payment is just kind of tucked under the carpet. Uh, it's, it's buttoned up. So it's not, it's not uh, soiling <laughs> your, your. We don't your, need to your, put sunglasses your, on to turn on our QuickBooks online with needs attention. <laughs> right, but then that nasty, um, you know, that nasty needs attention will will disappear. 
uh, because that that invoice was was taken care of. So this is and this is something that's just missing from this uh, these handling the rejected uh, failed payment because again QuickBooks isn't really concerned about the because uh, this is this is handling the reality of getting paid again, right? But, but mm-hmm. not the re, not the needs attention part, which is a result of doing doing this. So good find, good job. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to post that. Whoops, I'm not going to post theirs. I'm going to post mine <laughs> in the uh, in the in the comments as well. So we've got the um, the blog article there uh, to show, uh, you know, as a resource or a user. Uh, um, as a, as a resource for someone that might be in this uh, in this condition or or predicament, so if you do need to correct the needs attention, um, hopefully that will those steps will will be helpful. Uh, if you have questions, you can of course uh, add a comment uh, on the blog article as well, uh, or you know, or just reach out to us. Um, there's a little little bot on <laughs> on our website as well, and we can uh, carry on that that conversation. So, does that make sense, Carrie? Did, did, did I explain it? <laughs> did I explain it? Good, good, good enough. <laughs> good enough that if I were to run into that red thing and I couldn't figure it out myself, which it doesn't sound like I would be able to, I would come back to this article, bookmark it, and do the steps <laughs> as yeah. outlined because that is annoying. Yeah, because I, I was trying to explain it to the individual on, um, you know, in Facebook. Um, you know, in comments and, you know, he kind of got the concept, but he wasn't just, he wasn't grasping it. Right. But then once I, I uh, walked him through it and then we did it and then we undid it because I wanted to make sure it worked for, <laughs> first before I actually recorded anything from him. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and then we undid it and did it again. And then he, he totally understood it. Um, you know, right. why we were doing it that way. And there's probably other ways that you could you could handle it without doing a journal entry, but journal entries are are super simple because all that's all you're doing is just you know passing it through the clearing account. Uh, at first, I tried to do it with one journal entry because QuickBooks Online does allow you to use uh, account to multiple accounts receivable on the same transaction, but it immediately applied it to itself, <laughs> and it didn't give us the ability to. Uh, to use those uh, transactions the way we wanted to. So we did have to create two journal entries, but the reverse button was, was nice enough to, to flip it around for us. Excellent. Excellent. So, really good resource. So, good so job. We, re- we interrupted our normal flow of, <laughs> of our workshop Returns. Wednesdays, but I, I think this was a good workshop, right? Because we talked about uh, some of the things that, um, that you might need, you might be coming across in, in the, the coming weeks because that, that e- if you have clients in, in uh, QuickBooks desktop, that email will probably be showing up at a client near you. Um, and, uh, and you'll be able to, you might uh, address be the it. going, yeah. Oh no, I have to go to QBO. So desktop is not dead. It's not, <laughs> no, they, they want you to think so, but even they say it's not dead and they get mad. If you say it's dead, it's not dead. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to run because going from desktop to online is not it's not like just changing the paint color in your room. It's a huge workflow change. It's right. different. It's a different world. It, it's kind of like when you changed your, your couch in your old house. Right. I mean, that was <laughs> that was a simple yeah. enough thing. But uh, I had to change uh, the whole entire house. It was one year later. 
we renovated <laughs> the whole house and we started with the couch because you can't just paint the den in an open concept plan. You can't just update one room of, you know, the woods floors that the kids had scuffed up. You have to do the whole downstairs. So yeah, you don't just, you don't just dip your toe into QuickBooks online and say, well, I want to go back. I mean, you can do that. They, they tell you not to throw it out. And to, if you want to go back, you can. But it's a whole, you have to go all in. And if you don't like it, it it's, not, it's not an easy reverse. So you don't want to lightly just hop over there because of a fear, a fear tacking email. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that, that, the way that email is worded is, would definitely uh, scare, scare people. <laughs> it scared right. me. It made me, yeah. it made me stop and think, and it's real easy. Go to update your QuickBooks, you know, reboot, whatever, get your um, hosting provider to update it for you. Just do it. Just update that mm -hmm. thing. That's it. You don't have to change your whole, you don't have to move. You don't have to, you don't have to get a new couch and then <laughs> subsequently a, basically a new house. I and mean, really, that's, all what, your that's what happened to you is... <laughs> Not only did you renovate the new house, you sold it. Now you got a new house. <laughs> yeah, we don't do anything small around here. We we go for big, major, big scary change. things. So I don't recommend it because it's not fun. It's not fun. And if you have staff and they love what they're doing and you move them to something new without any kind of warning, they won't be happy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do it. So next week we'll we'll be talking about different ways to pay employees, pay pay those staff that you yeah do pay them. <laughs> don't change your software, but do pay them. Yeah, different ways to to pay them, and then we'll continue on our our normal cadence of our workshop Wednesdays. Uh, so thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on the on the workshop. And have a happy Fourth of July weekend. It's coming yeah. up. Thank you.